guys, and welcome to a new episode of the Inspired Eye Podcast. And as always, we have Don and me. That's Oliver. I thought you were Don and I was Oliver. I, I got to talk to my doctor again because something's not right here. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at this guy on Skype and it looks like you and I thought it was me. I'm doing okay. How are you doing? You're not doing okay, man, because these kind of cheesy jokes, man. You don't. My people, my people, like anybody that knows me on Flickr, which is thousands of people, like my comments. And even if I make a joke, keep things light. Because if you take yourself too serious, you got a problem. You really got a problem. If you, you've got to be able to share a little joke with the world. Start over. I'm all joke about nothing. Go ahead. No, you got a joke, but you got. I think joking seriously. It has to be some funny stuff, man. Well, you, who's de- who's de- determining what's funny now? Nope, that ain't gonna happen. All right, whatever, whatever, man. All right, okay, just you're not funny, and I am. All right, that's it. Um, so like you said last time, uh, we're gonna talk about making versus taking pictures. So, what are your thoughts on that, man? <clears throat> it actually gets back to the subject that we had before, and the subject about intent. And in a lot of forums, I've seen it for years, you know, uh, for many years, and I've actually commented. Uh, even when I was the admin on a few forms, it really is about intent. Like people say, they they feel funny going out on the street with their camera. They feel kind of like uh, awkward, or maybe like they're doing something wrong, or you know, it's just kind of like a very uneasy feeling. And that really comes down to your intent. If you think about it, uh, if you if you go out and in your mind you say to yourself. Oh, I'm going to go out and take some pictures today. I'm going out and take some pictures. And you're walking around, and your camera's in your hand, and you're like hot, and you're ready to go, and you're seeing some subjects that are turning on, and you're pressing the button. Oh, I took a good one there. I took a good one there. Oh, really? Okay, so you're taking something. What does that imply psychologically to you and your, your structure and the way you move and the way you think? You're taking something from somebody versus the other guy that goes out there and he's making photographs, making photographs. So you're going out, you're not taking anything from anybody. There's no guilt involved. There's no guilt that that gets into the mix of what you're doing. You're making something. You're being creative. You're, you're constructing something. You're making photographs. So your attitude is when you're out walking around, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm just out here, like, making photographs. If somebody says, man, what you doing, man? What are you taking my picture for? I'm not taking your picture, dude. I never take pictures, man. I'm making photographs. You want to see what I made? I made you. This is great. Look, you're done. It's out. You're out. But if you got that attitude that you're taking something and someone confronts you, you got a problem. You got a problem because your attitude says that you're taking something from somebody. That's the big difference. And I think a good example is actually um, taking versus making pictures is if you have a, a cardboard box, the cardboard box, let's say the cardboard is the world. You know, you can either you look at the cardboard box and just take it like this, or you can be a kid and imagine other things on it. Like it can be a spaceship or it can be a, a pirate ship or something. It's the same thing for, so when you are in the streets or when you're taking pictures. You know, are you just taking something that's already there or is it just one part of your overall vision? That, that gets into another 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 uh, facet of vision. You know, like you're, look, you're looking at like a box. You know, let's just say you know, everybody has a window in their house. If you're lucky, some people have windows in the house, but most people have a window in the house. So if you look at that, you can see you can see you know outside. You can see outside. Most windows go to the outside. So when you look at the frame on the camera, now, now here's where it really 
gets into a whole other conversation about the LCD, the screen versus the finder. What we, we'll do that some other time. But basically, what it means is when you're looking at that screen or image on the camera, whatever camera it might be, when you're looking at that, there's two ways to see what you're looking at. One is to see to see the screen as a box, like the, you're, you're moving the camera around, you're cropping the world, and you're cropping everything, and you're boxing it, and you're making, and you see it as a box. The other way is to see that as a window. You look at the, at the screen or the image, and you're seeing a window, not not a you know not a box. You're not boxing yourself. And this is all psychological in your mind. All these things prey in your mind. All this stuff about intent and 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 the creative aspects of everything. It's all in there. It's all little seeds in there that wait wait for something to come through and say, hey, hey what's going on, man? Boom, and then whack. You're, you're, you're lost. You don't know what to make photographs of. You don't know how to make photographs. You get into arguments on the street. You don't get into arguments on the street. All this stuff happens, like, really fast. But you have to, you have to know what it is. You have to know how to identify and deal with it. That's what that is. There's an Italian artist. You know, there was a, a big slab, a nice slab of rock, and there's absolutely no one who wanted that slab except just one person. And that one person said he looked at the slab it was just a slab of rock, you know, and he's looking at it. And he said it was marble. And he said, there's an angel inside and I need to free him. You know what I mean? And that artist was actually Michelangelo. And that slab ended up being the statue of David which is a beautiful, beautiful uh, thing. So my, my my thing when I'm in the streets or when I'm taking pictures, it's really not is there in front of me why, what is hitting my, my eyes. It's where are the angels and how can I set them free? You know, that's I think that is the, the main difference between uh, taking versus making pictures. When you take pictures, it's more what you see physically. And when you're making pictures, it's more you, what's inside of you that you're putting over what you see. Back in the, uh, in, uh, was a photographer back before the Civil War that I went through the Civil War. His name was Edward Curtis. And, uh, and, and another photographer was O'Sullivan. Yeah. And, and they photographed, basically they're known for photographing the Civil War. But Curtis is really known for photographing the Native American Indians. Native Americans, the real Native Americans, not the ones who came here with Visa and American Express. Hmm. Okay, and one of the things that he learned really quick was when he put the view camera up, the Native American people felt like he's capturing their soul on that, Thank or a piece of their soul on the camera, and a lot of people didn't like it. And so he he got into real fast, you know, into the, saying, look, no, 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 I'm just making something. Look, and he actually took them into the tent and showed them how he mixed the chemicals and he plated the glass and everything. And the whole idea there was he was making photographs. And that became acceptable. And he had the most amazing portrait. But if he would have not done that, if he would have just kept taking photographs, in their mind taking photographs, he'll be dead. And we wouldn't be shooting like us <laughs> or anything else, you know? You'd be in a whole world of trouble, you know? Yeah, because a lot of um, Native Americans in a lot of uh, places where they never saw cameras or something, the first thing they tell you is like you're you're capturing their souls or something. That's right, like in the Amazon. Yeah. I mean, they killed photographers down there. They they killed them in Native because they they felt like their parts of their souls or living, living being was taken into the film. So they killed them. If they ate them, you know, then they got that back, you know, which, you know. 
that's uh, why I'm a street photographer. So I feel like I, eating some Dawn today. If I see some little Amazons chase me because I made some photographs, you know, I, I got places to run because I know Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's the whole point that, you know, it really is the attitude that the photographer gets because when you go out there, I don't know what, where these people work, but, you know, Philadelphia, where I work, most of it is pretty decent. Not all of it. I'd say 60% of it is pretty decent most of the time. The other 40% can get pretty shady, and it gets shady really fast. So if I'm standing, like, on Kennington Avenue making photographs of prostitutes or junkies or something, you know, like, if I am if I have the attitude that I'm taking something from these people that have absolutely nothing, and, I'm, and I have that attitude, of, I'm not taking anything. We all know we're photographers. We're just capturing the light, you know? But that's not what your face says, and that's not what your body movement says. Your body language says you're taking something. You're going to be in trouble. Your parents are going to be in a hot shop if you're lucky. You know, you're going to be found in the sewer some. But when you have to making something, you know, like, you know, like I, I, many times at 11 o'clock at night, I'm coming to Navarre, some junkies or some prostitutes will say to me, hey, what are you doing? So I'm making photographs. Here, take a look. Oh, wow, that's so cool. That's so gosh, crazy looking, man. Thanks, man. Said, yeah, yeah. So it's, they even, they even thank me for making the photograph because they, for some reason, some weird reason, and it happens to me all the time, you know, they say, oh, thanks for making that picture. Well, people will pose for me, you know. I just did a couple shots this week. People ask me, oh, you making photo- you're taking photographs? I said, well, kind of, yeah, I'm making photographs. They said, well, can you do our portrait? I said, yeah, sure. So I make the portrait. Oh, thanks, thanks, thank you so much. Well, you know, what does that mean? They're never going to see the, the chance of them seeing that photograph is nil. They're, I'm not going to see these people again. You know what I mean? So, you know, they're thanking me for making a, a portrait. That's something really to discover. You know what I mean? What is that about? What What are they interested in um, when you do their portraits? Like, what do they like? What do they like? Uh, yeah. They, well, because they can tell that I'm really serious about what I'm doing. So it's not like a, it's not like a, a guy comes in, a tourist comes in from some, you know, from a foreign country walking out with a camera. They wouldn't be in this region anyway because they'd be horrified, you know. But, you know, it's not like a tourist just walking around making snaps or somebody with, somebody with a, uh, an, iP- an iPhone or an iPad or something making pictures. They see a guy that's really serious. It's very obvious I'm, when I'm working. It's very obvious I'm very serious about what I'm doing, no matter where I'm at. It's very obvious, Okay. I mean, I got flags and neon lights that say professional photographer, keep out, you know, <laughs> one way. <laughs> so it's very obvious, you know. But the thing that gets me is it's like I make this portrait and then they thank me for making it, which is real nice, you know. I'm thanking them at the same time, but I mean, they're not going to see it. What are you thanking me for? You're not going to see the portrait. We're, not, we're never going to see each other again. Chances are we're never going to see each other again. You didn't give me an email address to send it. I certainly would have. If you didn't have an email, you had an address, I would have had a print made and mailed it to you. I certainly would have. But not, you know what I mean? So it's really, that's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting dichotomy to me. Well, there was there was this guy, I was near my uh, apartment, and this guy looked like tough. You know, it's the kind of guy you don't, you don't want to even look at and stuff like that, but... You know, the guy was so interesting. I'm like, hey, man, can I, can I can I make a picture of you? And he's like, why? I'm like, because you, you look really awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I took his picture, and it's still one of my favorite portraits. And um, actually, a couple of months down, you know, I had to print, and it was inside my car just in case I saw him another time. And I actually did. And he really, really liked what I did. 
but uh, case in point is I didn't take his picture. I made a portrait with well, him inside. Right. You know, it's it's different. And the gap between the two is, I believe, it's vision. It's vision, but it's so it's 180 degree vision. You know what I mean? But not only that, it's I think it's also it also plays psychologically that. When you're out photographing, if you have the idea that what you have is the starting point, you know, you're going to shoot differently because you know that what you're capturing is nothing else but that slab that just like the slab that Michelangelo had. And then in the end, you're the one who's going to make the David out of it. Yeah, we have those guys. They're here in Philly, you know, David. No, no. Mikey and Angelo's Mike and Angelo's pizza and cheesesteaks. David, the guy that hangs out with him down there, you know, these guys are painters too, but they're house painters, but you know, they'd love to do ceilings, but they're house painters. <laughs> uh, Mikey and Angela. All about, yeah, Mikey and Angela. Mikey and Angela. So what we have is if you really have to look at yourself and you really have to get yourself into the frame of mind, look, I'm not saying you have to go out there and make photographs. You can go out there and take photos. What I'm saying is that you have to do, you absolutely have to do, is learn the difference between the two. You absolutely have to be able to recognize the difference between the two. If you can recognize the difference, you can imply, you know, which one is going to, is going to work now and, and apply making or apply taking at any given time. That will change your, your whole reference point and your frame of mind while you're working. And it will also do the same thing for your subject matter. You know what I mean? Especially like, like guys are after like, uh, like with 200 millimeter zoom lenses, you know, like a 200 millimeter one of the Fuji's a 300 millimeter. Mm -hmm. So you're really like, you're getting that guy's eye. <laughs> I mean, you're really like reaching out there. It's kind of like that, you know, people looking and seeing that lens, they get nervous right away. They really do. It's just like, who is this guy? I mean, he's like some kind of spy. Does he work for the IRS? Does he work for the, you know, some other organization? Is it my ex-wife's photography? I mean, that word, what's he doing? Why is he spying on me? You know what I mean? So your intent of whether you're taking that guy's photograph or making will save or break the day. You know, that's, I had, um, I had a, to play, I had the chance to play with a 200 millimeter once with a with a point and shoot. Yeah. I ha I have you, you know when they say that uh, a street photography can be uh, voyeur voyeuristic and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I've never felt that with a 28 millimeter, but when I had that 200 millimeter, when it's just like I could stay way far from that person, I basically felt like a spy and a thief. I, I absolutely hated the experience. I I just can't can't yeah. do it you know it's it's too far away it's too removed and i basically felt like i was doing something wrong by default you know whereas I, 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 if i could if i could just come closer to you and just and make a picture that's fine but when i was at 200 millimeter I, I don't know it felt so weird many people looked at you and they looked at you weird man and i would you know what's this guy doing you know it's like uh hunting or something you know well, yeah, well, because that's 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 what kind of like what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, the thing is that you know when I talk about what what people should do, or I, and I hate telling people what they should do, but a lot of people ask. So I kind of get used to giving the uh, the information, the knowledge out, sharing knowledge. But you know, you know, there's no one way to do photography, and everybody has their own way or fits into a way of doing photography, and it's all fine and dandy. But when you get there out there on the streets, it's a different story because streets means life. Life means people. You're out there working with people and you're out there working with strangers. 
You know, you have to decide what what are you doing. You know what I mean? Your frame of mind, your point of reference is what's going to affect them. Because basically, people are a mirror. When they look at you and see your camera, it's a mirror. They look and they see a mirror. Because why is he taking my photographs? So they don't really see you and the camera. They're wondering why you are taking their photograph. So it's like looking in the mirror, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you point a camera to a good-looking woman and her hair's a little bit out. And if she sees you with the camera, she'll like nonchalantly look and move. You know, mm-hmm. where you've got a guy that's been drinking, he'll move and, and fix his nose a little bit to make sure nothing's coming out of it, you know. They're responding to what they see, just like you're responding to what you see. So you're pre- like if you look at someone and they got this look on them like, I will take your heart and I will eat it for lunch in five seconds if you don't move that camera from me. You can feel that from the guy. And most normal people, because after Vietnam veterans, most normal people will shy away and go find another photograph. Vietnam veterans will do something different. <laughs> okay, you did not hear that. That's not a confession, guys. But the point is, they see an energy force, and you see an energy force, and you have to decide right away, are you taking something from that person, or are you making something for that person? That's the difference. That is indeed. All right, guys, we won't take uh, much of your time anymore. Man, that's fast, right? That's I think you talked too much. I think you talked too much or something. Did I? Yeah, I think I so. too much information? Yeah, too much information. Really? Too much information? P- people get sick of you, man. I know they do. This is no problem. Anyways, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Inspired Eye Podcast, where you learned about difference between making and taking pictures. Right. So uh, we hope you have a good weekend, guys. Take care. Take care. See you.